Welcome to the Beauty of Ayurveda podcast with me, your host, Anita Korshal. The conversation you're about to hear now is probably not one of our smoothest. You'll hear people chatting in the background. These were guests that were chatting quite loud. And um, you'll hear people walking past. You'll hear birds chirping. It's all good because it was well worth it to capture the conversation with Dr. Vidhi. Um, she explores the power of the mind and the teachings of the Bhagavad Gita and how we can feel more more in our centre. And when we have mastery over the mind, we have mastery over our lives. And then what comes, comes, but we can manage it. So I hope you enjoy this conversation and you don't mind the little interruptions here and there. And thank you for listening. Welcome to the Beauty of Ayurveda with me, your host, Anita Korshal. I'm sitting at Ananda by the pool area, having a discussion with Dr. Vidhi. Dr. Vidhi and I have had many wonderful discussions about uh, philosophy, the mind, because we all know everything starts with the mind. And we're just going to pick up wherever and see where the conversation takes us. So welcome, Dr. Vidhi. Uh, Dr. Vidhi, we were talking before about the mind not getting carried away with itself and being in the present moment. and how do we cultivate that and why is it so important? A beautiful question. Thank you. So, while we were having conversation yeah. earlier, we were discussing about yoga. Yeah. And we, I mentioned that yoga is only 2% on mat. Only 2% part we are doing, practicing on mat. Yeah. But 98% of the yoga is related to our personal life. Yeah. How we live with it. As per Patanjali, uh, Lord Patanjali has mentioned eight parts, eight limbs of yoga. Mm. And it starts with the very first limb says Yama and Niyama, the first two limbs. Mm. Yama and Niyama are very basic social, personal ethics which we should follow. If we are disciplined, we follow those Yama and Niyamas we won't be getting affected very much with what is happening around. What is the meaning of Yama? And, and Yama. Uh-huh. So, uh, if you are talking to somebody, hmm. the social and personal ethics are Yama and Yama. Okay. So, you are talking to somebody, we are not supposed to lie. Okay. A basic rule, huh. Satya. Huh. We should be non-violent in our actions, in our behavior. We should only practice truth. Mm-hmm. The more discussion we can do about this, the moment we say a lie, mm. if you have ever observed in your mm. day-to-day life. I have told lies. It creates anxiousness. Yeah, and more lies and more and then, energy. And more energy. Yeah. The moment you say a lie, huh. the result is anxiety. Yeah. yeah. You feel like, what if this person will get to know the real truth? what her or his reaction will be. Yeah. So you did a karma, mm. you did something, yeah. and it, at the same moment it is creating results for you. Yeah. And what is the result? It is anxiety. So, when we are aware, we understood that this karma created this type of result. Mm. Obviously nobody wants anxiety in their life. Then, in order to feel rest, mm. in order to feel peace, what needs to be done? Mm. We have to take out these karmas from life. Yes, yeah. So practice truth. Yeah, because however painful the truth is, the At lie will be much more painful. More, much more. 
longer for, term. For a moment that can create yes. disturbance. Yes. For a moment it might give you pain. But in a longer term it will provide you relaxation, peacefulness and that blissed state. Yeah. That's why yeah. it was mentioned that if you follow these basics mm. in the beginning, mm. before you practice asanas, mm. that, that's the third limb of mm. yoga, mm-hmm. the asanas. Yeah. So if you follow these basic rules, you will be much more at peace state. Mm. You need not to seek people's suggestion or their guidance or somebody to teach you how to feel peace or any medication to take you out from depression or anxiety. Mm. But this is the basic lifestyle. Mm. So when we talk about lifestyle, people consider that how to wake up early, sleep early. But if you are waking up early, sleeping early, but with lies, can never create. Yes, yes. So these are deeper aspects of life where we need to create awareness. The moment you lie, Mm. you should expect a negative outcome. Yeah. But we very, we've got a very loud man in the background, everyone. Just anyway, in case you hear something, that's a very loud man in the background. Jill, carry on. <laughs> Just the people so, are wondering, what is that? Right. Yeah. So the only, only suggestions that we as a speaker would like to deliver to people, hmm. that first understand the basic ethics of living. First understand these yama and yamas in detail. See, see in your day-to-day life, what are you doing wrong? Mm. We do not see our own karmas, what are we doing wrong? Yes. But we only see the bad outcomes. Why this only happens with me? Yeah. Why this is going wrong? Why things are not, not right with me? But we never see, in turn, what was the input? Was the intention was very much right? Mm. So before you do anything, make sure, check few points if you're doing anything Mm. if you're creating a new business if you're doing something good think is this helpful for me is this helpful for others also Mm. Mm. something which is helpful for you but not for others is not doable Mm. Mm. the moment you start considering others for upliftment your self upliftment will happen this is for sure yes yes so one check yes Second check, the way we are doing this task, Mm. does that involve honesty? Mm. Am I harming somebody? Mm. Am I using bad resources? Or the intention of this project, what I want to achieve from it? Mm. The second check, Mm. how we are doing the process Mm. and what is the intention of the project? If it is beneficial for others, it is beneficial for me. Yes. You should do it. Mm. Now the last part. What if this project is not going to be a fruitful one? Because not everything will create the same results. Yes. We might win sometime, we might lose sometime. Huh. It's a part and parcel of life. Huh. The third check is keep your expectations very, very low. Hmm. This is my karma. Hmm. I got this calling from inside. I wanted to do this job. I am putting my all honest efforts in it. The intention is behind the task is right, but I am not going to expect anything from it. It might flourish, it might not. I'm leaving rest of everything to but the nature. But it's okay to say, I want it to flourish, right? It's okay to say, mm-hmm. I want it to flourish. You want it to flourish, huh. but do not keep your expectations high. 
But if you don't keep your expectations high, how will you okay, I meet can, it? I can give you uh, an example huh. from your day-to-day -day life. Huh. So imagine if I'm traveling to a destination. If we expect that destination to be highly, highly beautiful, mm -hmm. the most luxurious thing ever, this is our expectation. Mm. Because I'm investing money, I'm going somewhere. Even a slight disturbance in that luxury upsets me. And it makes me... Even though there is a lot of beauty to observe, my brain will observe that one mm -hmm. negative aspect of it because I told my brain that keep expecting high from it. Mm. You getting my point? Mm. Now, if I'm going up at a place for, we will think about the same situation from a different scenario. Mm. Okay. I'm going to a different place. Things might not be exactly the way I want, mm. but mm. I have all the will to be happy and make things right for me now if this with this intention if you will move to a different destination even if anything goes wrong it won't disturb you mm. because you already told your brain that if things will not be right i'll make right yeah. now things does not hold that power to disturb you mm. because the way you processed about that place you kept yourself quite detached from it Earlier, you were giving that place the right to disturb you. Now you have taken all the rights from that place to disturb you. In the same way, when we are doing karma, mm. we should not be attached with the results. Because if the results will not be okay, you will definitely be in depression then. Mm. I did something, I put all my efforts, and I'm not getting anything from it. The moment you say, I am going to do my best mm. with this task, mm. The moment you decide you are going to do the best, things will definitely be positive. Mm. But don't expect too much. Yeah, okay. It's mm. fine to aim high. It's completely fine to aim high. But and when we say aim high, aim high means put your best efforts in it. Yeah. But we understand aim high means high number of output. Yes, yes. Aim high means aim your best efforts in it. Yes. And then leave the because rest. Because that is your that is something which is in your hand. Efforts are going to be my mm. intervention. Yeah. Not anybody has to do with anything. Mm. Result is something which is not in my hand. So let's not worry about it. Yes. But let's do our best efforts. And you were talking to me earlier about the Bhagavad Gita. Right. And how the first two chapters were about the mind and mm -hmm having control of our mind mm -hmm. and if we don't have that it leads to depression mm -hmm. can you elaborate on that okay so when i recommend all your oh. listeners oh. to do read bhagavad gita with faith why i'm recommending it, this it's quite hard dr vidhi to read the bhagavad gita like I, the many interpretations mm -hmm. do you know a really nice simple interpretation uh, I would recommend a book from Gita Press Gorakhpur. Okay. Uh, it's a quite old institution in India which produce spiritual scriptures or all the mythological books. Okay. And whenever we buy any book from any interpreter, it is their mind yes, talking to us. Exactly. Yes. But we need the raw the real knowledge yeah. which God gave us. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, the book from Gita Press Gorakhpur is quite raw. The okay. elements are non-disturbed. Okay. 
I would recommend them to read there. The first chapter of Bhagavad Gita itself is about depression. Mm. The name of the first chapter is Arjun Vishada Yoga. Vishada is a term as per Ayurveda which means depression. So Arjuna's depression is explained in chapter 1 of Bhagavad Gita. Lord Arjuna was telling Lord Krishna that why I am in this state, mm. what is going through with me. So he was explaining, Arjun had so many questions in mind when he saw that complete setup of Mahabharata. He was thinking that I should fight. What if I will fight? What people will say? How can I pe kill my own relatives? Even after a few years, when this war will be over, some outcome will come. Will I be happy with that? Now all these are questions about future, what people will say, what will happen in future. Arjuna was thinking about future and getting depressed. So the first learning here, never be in future. At that point of time, Arjuna was supposed to fight, hmm. whatever the outcome will be. Hmm. You take care of your present and the God will take care of your future. The first learning there itself. So, when we start reading Bhagavad Gita, the intention must be like the listener was in depressed mood, mm. same are we. Mm. So, the intention behind starting Bhagavad Gita that God guide me. I'm going through this different sailing phases of life. I need your help. This must be the intention behind reading Bhagavad Gita. When we start reading it, the different chapters will take you through different phases what needs to be done mm. till the time you will be ending it, it complete all 18 chapters of Bhagavad Gita mm. it's a different learning it's a, you will become a different human being so it's a transformative journey I would say but you need to be aware what you are reading you need to be aware that this is something powerful then only you will be able to see the changes in you. For some people it is just a book. Yeah. For some people it is just a scripture. And for some people it is a story that happened somewhere in the past. Yeah. It's all about how you perceive it. It is very scientific, scientifically designed psychological scripture which can help you to understand how to lead a healthy and happy life. I would recommend everybody to read Bhagavad Gita and start the reading with the intention that this book has the power to guide you. Yeah, yeah. And um, you were saying that with yoga, 98% is, uh, is personal life. about life and only 2% is the movement itself. Uh, in the West, we do... A lot of us do it as a more of an acrobatic thing. It's not like we're not really in the mind, we're in the body. What is the best form of physical yoga to bring more awareness to the mind? So, as per the scriptures, mm. it is mentioned, Samatvam Yoga Chyate. Whenever you are doing anything, it should have balance first. Another thing, 
how come yoga is different from this gymnasium sessions that we do, mm. the stretchings that we do? Mm. While you are working in a gymnasium, nobody is asking you what's going inside your brain. You are working, but yes. you are working only physically. Because they do the stretches here, which is similar to Hatha. To Hatha? Yeah. The more important aspect of yoga is to not only teach your body, but to teach your brain. So, if you would have observed so far, while doing yoga, we focus on breathing as well. So, we are teaching our mind, our thoughts not to wander here and there, to come and see and be in that state of moment. Back to their home. To their home. Yeah. So, we are working physically, we are working mentally as well. When one human being is physically and mentally balanced, now it opens the door to the soul. So there are different doors we have before we attain enlightenment. We have a door of physical body, then the mental, then comes the third soul. So we are only working on first and we keep on working all throughout our life only on first. We are not even able to achieve that mm. as well. Mm. We are diseased, we are having severe disorders, going through various syndromes. The reason lies because we are not working in harmony. We are only practicing gymnasium sessions just to be much more strengthful. We need to do cardio exercises. Where is your thought process going on at that moment of time? Mm. You need to relax that as well. Mm. When they are in sync, mm. so when we do asanas, the breathing pattern has to be very much in sync. Mm. When we we say inhale, so your complete focus is going on then inhale you need to feel the prana which means you are taking other thoughts completely focused on your breathing now your brain will not wander here and there mm. once your brain and physical body is in sync now you will be able to achieve the other forms of yoga mm. that's the good. other limbs of yoga so that's why we recommend practicing yoga each and every day. It's a way of teaching your body and mind to be in balance. Thank you. And my last question to you, you've been in this, uh, this service and know so much about Ayurveda. What's the best piece of advice anyone ever gave you that's stuck in your mind? So practicing Yama and Niyama okay. was the best piece of advice, I would say. Somebody taught me that lie, see the results, and say truth, and see the results. Nice one. <laughs> we and finished where I we tried, began. And yeah. I tried, and I observed the result of both the karmas. And this was a practical lesson. I said lie, and I saw that there is too much of anxiety in me. My thoughts are quite disturbed. I'm wondering again and again what will happen. But the moment I said truth, it sets us completely free. And this is what we were seeking as a human always. Yes. And then I taught myself that whenever there is a choice, I need to do this or that, always choose honesty and love, the satya, yeah. the truthfulness. Because only that can set you free. Nothing else can. Nobody else can. So practice. See the results. If it works for you, adapt it. You need not to have any guidance there. 
your inner power will keep on strengthening itself and then you can guide yourself i like that thank you look how look how we finished where we began isn't it wonderful it's True. wonderful so we will all practice that sure. and thank you so much dr vidhi for your time it was a pleasure talking to thank you i hope you enjoyed that as much as i did so our conversation did meander a little bit but um i just just enjoyed talking to dr vidhi she has so much knowledge to share and i have another podcast coming up with her um until we meet again thank you for listening and sending you a wish for your well-being